Tuesday the 18th of April. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. It's Dan McHugh here. Shane's away, but I'm joined by Chris Glassick. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, feeling uh, pretty high on the dad stakes, actually. Finally oh, got round oh, to oh. fixing the toilets uh, and, uh, look, turned out to be a 24-buck part. We've been putting up with this whistling sound for about two months. So I went, no, I can look this up. Good old YouTube. Went to Bunnings, got the part, put it in. Bob's your uncle. Now I needed a twenty-hour shower. It's not a it's not a clean job, <laughs> but but we got there, and uh, my kids now think their dad's a hero. About one in twenty of the house chores success rate in the last couple. Man of months. skills, man skills. You yeah. should be proud of yourself. Actually, I want to take us off topic there for a second. A, a friend of mine on Facebook, who I know just through doing mm. stories on weird people. He was dealing with a cadaver, as in a dead body. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. has been using Ajax lemon-scented spray and wipe to get the smell off his body. So there you go. There's a tip for you. (laughs) I'll just stick with my normal links. I haven't grown up from when I was 15. Just spray that baby. Who needs a shower when you've got links? (laughs) All right, today on the show we'll be talking cricket, soccer, AFL, NRL, tennis and more. Hey, Stephen Ferris here, one half of Fire Up. I'm here with the great Chris Gale, the other half of Fire Up. And Stephen, we've had a lot of fun with rugby league over the years, but with the way the concussions and HIAs are going, I give the game about five years. It's looking dark and gloomy, Chris. So you may as well come and tune into the Fire Up podcast now and listen to the last days of rugby league. As we see the little stuff, it's a soap opera and you're going to love it. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. Right, having a look at the cricket, a really interesting story, uh, but also a sad one. Faith Thomas, the first Indigenous Australian to play in a recognised test match for Australia, has died at the age of 90. Yeah, sad, Dan, but what a life, hey? 90 years of age. Um, Amazing. One of just four Indigenous Australians who have played test cricket. Uh, also one of uh, the first Aboriginal university graduates and a nurse. So she's not only led the way on the sporting field, but also in life and and, uh, and created the path forward for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Um, yeah, Renowned is also one of the fastest. He only played the one test at Junction Oval uh, in 1958. Obviously, I didn't watch it. I wasn't, wasn't here, but... Um, those that were around, and cricket historians say she was pretty lightning for her time, uh, one of the fastest uh, going around in the world. So, well done, Faith. Um, a lovely lady by all accounts as well, and uh, has uh, lived a humble but remarkable life. Uh, we don't need to get into it, but I reckon the fact that there's only been four Indigenous Aussies playing oh. at that level says a bit about the cricket establishment. Says a hell of a lot. I, oh I, look, God. I spent quite a few years, almost three years up in the Northern Territory, um, going across to the covering sport in the Tiwi Islands and, and around the Territory. There is so much uncapped talent that could easily be athletic ability that could just easily be spread right across. Now, other sports, um, I know football um, with their John Moriarty Foundation is doing well. AFL, of course, do it exceptionally well, but cricket needs to pick up. Uh, they do have the Imparja Cup, which uh, is played every year in Alice Springs. So um, there are there are pathways, but there's so much uh, great talent that's not being tapped into. Yeah, great. Well, Vale, Faith Thomas, yeah, Vale. legend. And we all know cricket legend uh, Sachin Tendulkar. Uh, and his son, Arjun Tendulkar, has made a 
debut for Premier League uh, team Mumbai against Kolkata. In the IPL, well done to the, to the young man. What a, what a shadow he's lived in, eh? <laughs> Imagine you talk about... Yeah. I mean, Grant Lee has <laughs> lived in a shadow with uh, Shane and Brett, but uh, what a, what, not quite the shadow of uh, the uh, Sachin Tendulkar, an Indian god over there. Imagine the pressure, all his junior matches, all his life. Is he going to make it? Is he good enough? He's had to deal with all that and to show the resilience just to make it to be good enough to be in the picture for an IPL game. Uh, well done to the 23-year-old. He opened the bowling with the Aussie uh, Cameron Green as well uh, for the Indians and almost uh, had two wickets in the very first over. Finished with none for 17 from his two overs. Uh, so only got the two overs, but um, didn't get a chance to bat. But he's he's on the world stage now, and we'll see what this left-arm seamer and, uh, and whether he's handy with the bat as well. But uh, Good luck, Arjun. You're on. Uh, uh, you're, you're on the right track. Having a look at the world game, mm. football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, Chelsea have made it to the Women's FA Cup final or the Women's FA Cup final with the help of Australia's favourite player, Sam Kerr. Yeah, she's done it again, delivered once again for Chelsea, sending them to the FA Cup final. Uh, it was a late header against Aston Villa, only uh, the only goal of the game in the 59th minute it came. So well done. This is pretty exciting stuff, the fact that she's finding the back of the net with some consistency now. Uh, the Matildas, of course, uh, finalising their preparations uh, for the World Cup. Uh, the Blues... Uh, They'll face Manchester United in the final. They, uh, Man U beat Brighton 3-2. Um, Chelsea, winners of the past two women's FA Cups. They're going 4-3. Uh, you mentioned their soccer and football, actually, Dan. For all those that say, oh, you can't call it soccer. I've played the game since I was a kid. I, I still call it soccer. Um, soccer actually preceded football. It was, the, it was what the commoners used to call the game. Uh, and it came out of association football. So even if you look at, up your history, soccer still has a place. There you go. I've put my two cents worth. Beauty. All right, I'm just going to say soccer yeah, from now on. Don't be ashamed. Uh, having a look at the English Premier League, Arsenal have uh, squandered a 2-0 lead for the second consecutive week, meaning Manchester City Firm are now favourites to win their fifth Premier League title in six years. Can they stop this City juggernaut? Uh, the question was always about can Arsenal get across the line? Of course, uh, the Gunners drawing 2-2 uh, with West Ham. It's, look, Piers Morgan has obviously hit the panic button saying, wake up, don't throw it away. Um, I, believe, I believe it was wake the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, that's generally, that's generally Piers' class. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, look, they've been, they've been riding on such a high for so long, the dip was going to come. The fact that it has uh, been consecutive weeks, uh, dropping points from two goals up, um, does raise a couple of questions about whether they can get over the line, but no one expected them to be here at, at this end, uh, at the start of the season at, at, by now. I think they're, they're, they're a lot stronger than people give them credit for, and uh, we've seen better sides than even Arsenal fall from here. So, um, yeah, there's no there's no reason why the Gunners can't go on uh, and, and, and secure what would be a, a not quite a Leicester title, not quite in that realm of upsets, but it would be a huge upset if they did. Now, at the other end of the table, too, this morning, 6-1 Liverpool have beaten Leeds, Dan. Huge ramifications um, at the bottom end of the table because Leeds are now right back in, uh, oh, they're in danger uh, and they've got some tough run coming up. 6-1, uh, Mo Salah double, 
Uh, he is just extraordinary. In fact, he scored. He's gone past Robbie Fowler in goal, scored with the left foot. Uh, so he's uh, 106th and 107th goals for the Reds, uh, going past Fowler's 105. Um, Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp was just on the sidelines, going, "Where do I start with how good this game was? And where's this been all year?" So uh, Reds fans uh, starting to find some form. They're eighth at the moment. Can they slip into uh, the Europa League places? Champions League looks probably a bridge too far. Where elites they are on 29 points, just two points above the drop zone. Having a look at the tennis, a fairy tale win for Russian Andrei Rublev as he beat. Holger Rune in the Monte Carlo Masters final. What a comeback. What a comeback. You're right. He was in some trouble. 5 7 6 2 7 5. Uh, the Russian's talent eventually rewarded with a Masters title. Um, the fifth seed, he had to stay composed when it mattered because um, the 19 year old Dane ran away uh, to, uh, well, he was a 4 1 up. Um, in the decider and the deciding set, but uh, the 25-year-old Rublev just ke- he just kept the ball in play uh, with his backhand, and then eventually his free his uh, forehand started moving freely, and 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 the down the line shots uh, came back to him. So prevailed on his second match point, an ace in the sun-drenched Monte Carlo Country Club. What a place that is! And uh, Rublev's third attempt at a Masters final is successful. Let's have a quick look at mm, boxing. A big look. Have you seen? This, yeah, Chinese boxer Zhilei Zhang, who is just massive. He's started the trash talk against Tyson Fury, also massive, um, saying that he's got a weak chin. But I'm just honestly looking forward to see two very scary-looking dudes bash the shit out of each other. What a, what a, what the size of this Zhang. He's like, he's Goliath. He's absolutely enormous. Um, yeah, he said he'll go down as he issued the challenge to the English boxer right after, of course, uh, he, he had a win in the, and pretty impressive. So it's almost like they're trash talking as they're throwing the final punch of the fight before. They're really that far ahead of themselves. But uh, yeah, you think this fight has to happen now. Um, Zhang uh, certainly is owed uh, a fight. Apparently, most likely, if they, they do get in the ring together, it would be in China. So imagine that, 80,000-seater stadium, Beijing's bird nest, or maybe the MGM uh, Casino in Macau. There'd be a bit of money placed on this fight. Oh, absolutely. Imagine the illegal gambling that's going on anyway. Oh. So it would just be oh. such a massive, massive night. Yep, some second bank accounts emptied. <laughs> All right, stay with us because we'll be chatting about AFL, NRL and more after this short break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters, build fast sports multis, and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Having a look at the AFL ladder, Sydney and Essendon are sitting in the Premiership window box seat 
after five rounds with the trio of Melbourne-based clubs not far behind. Statistics, uh, well, damn statistics, they can lie to you, but they do show that the last 17 premiers, 15 of those have sat in the top six for both offence and defence. Um, that's where both the Swannies and uh, the Bombers currently are. So if you are a Sydney or Essendon fan, get excited because uh, your team certainly w- looks like it's going to be there at the uh, the business end of the season. Now, just outside of that top six, Loom Melbourne, Collingwood and St Kilda. There's big concerns, though, for the Western Bulldogs, who are currently ranked 17th in the Premiership window. Um, alarmingly, if you're an Adelaide, Geelong or Brisbane fan, no Premier in the past 17 years has come from the defensive top six. Now, I think the fact that Geelong once lost so many early has uh, slightly skewed that. So I think Geelong are better. I don't think they'll go all the way. I don't think they'll defend their title, but they, they are. So. They will make a charge, and they will be. They'll be. They'll be back uh, in that top eight uh, in uh, in contention. But yeah, um, there you go. If if you're a stats man, that's something to dine out on. Sydney and Essendon, get on. Staying in the AFL, two stars have caught bans for dangerous tackles while a young saint has been sent straight to the tribunal over a serious incident. Anthony Caminiti, he uh, could be interrupted by a lengthy suspension here. The St Kilda forward referred directly to the tribunal uh, by the MRO, uh, the saying he's got a case to answer. Uh, the 19 year was a big hit. The 19-year-old faces a minimum ban of four games. That's for his hit on Nathan Murphy, which resulted in a concussion for the Magpies defender. Uh, Murphy's teammate, by the way, too, Taylor Adams, offered a one-match ban for his tackle on St. Sebros, which was graded as careless, medium impact, and high court. You think that Caminiti has a case to answer? Will he get off? I think he might be having a bit of a stint on the sidelines and see you in May. Yeah, enjoy your rest, mate. Um, moving on to the NRL. Jack Wyden, he's decided this... to quit representative football. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, shock, surprise. I know he's 30, but he was in right in contention this year. Uh, Jerome Luai, you wouldn't think, could be picked on the form that he's showing for the Panthers. He really needs to to do something special. I know they want to try and keep the Cleary-Luai combination together. Um but that would then open up Hines, Nico Hines from the Sharks, which would be my tip. Um, I think he would offset Cleary well. But there's been a lot of talk about Jack White and, and, and his, uh, because he's such a great origin, a strong physical player, but also a really uh, good 5'8". I mean, don't forget, he, he's a Daly M winner um, and he's he's got a hell of a lot of footballing now and experience uh, when it comes to big games. So he could have quite easily been the Blues 5-8. Maybe he's got the tip off that they're not going his way because um, he's trying to put himself on the open market too, Dan. Uh, last last month, he came out and said that he's turning down his player option to stay in Canberra for next year and heading to the open market to see. The Raiders have a four-year deal worth $4.4 million on the table. Now, Whiten's not worth anything more than that I don't know what the hold up is I'd be I'd be signing as fast as I could but um, obviously they think they can maybe uh, get a similar deal or, or even more uh, the Dolphins they maybe maybe sick of the Canberra cold and who could blame him for that um, but yeah it's it's clearly a, a career move um, maybe he's maybe he's carrying more injuries than than, than he's let on yeah. maybe it's just physical uh, that's he's done. what I reckon it is mm. 
Uh, that's what I reckon it is because that re- representative football is where he's going to get injured. Well, the stats show, we talked about stats earlier and stats show the, de- the decline after an athlete, elite athlete gets the 30 is dramatic. So maybe he knows yeah. he's only got a couple of years and he's trying to extend that a third and fourth. Speaking of injury, do you reckon Jerome Luai has a sore head after having his hair pulled on Saturday night? You're going to grow hair, you're going to be flashy, you're going to throw it out there, you're going to get your hair pulled. I mean, I, 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 have to, I think it was, a, I thought it was a penalty, but there's certainly no suspension. Um, at first look, I went, oh, he's pulled his hair. At, at the replay actually showed he grabbed hair and the, the shirt. Jersey. So he's probably yeah. a little bit hard done by. I can't understand why the ref blew the blew the whistle. Um, but yeah. Well, this, grabbing this, the jersey at that height's dangerous anyway because you're going to, Hey, you can grab a jersey. Come on, Dan. Oh, we're, we're come not, on. Back in my tackle. day, you were allowed to go across the across the middle of the nose. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that was fair game. Um, I'm not that old, but yeah, I was a great collar grabber. I know that when I played school footy. I used but, to tape uh, my head. I used to that, tape my hair and my ears to my head when I played. So did you? Yeah. No one yeah, could yeah, grab yeah, the hair no, or the ears. No, what are the cauliflower ears for yeah. you? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, it's um, I got to play on uh, schoolboy footy twice on TV. It was just the pilot oh, of my career. Yeah, it was the Commonwealth Bank Cup and scored at Marathon Stadium, and I was you know I was one of the great collar grabbers. No, I couldn't play in today's game. There's no collars. It's uh, as as a as a winger. Anyway, well that's the one. Uh, <laughs> Tyson Brazil, uh, he, 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 he probably understood why he got the pen. Let's move on. And cut your hair, Luai. Cut it. Cut your bloody hair, mate. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, our sponsors, Elite Bets, the only betting app you'll need. Tune in tomorrow for your daily dose of sport. Thanks for joining us, Dan. See you soon. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast to build your brand, sell something, or even align with some great sporting talent? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group and we'll make it easy. We can cover everything from making you sound great to the talent, getting it delivered to the right audience, and even selling ads on it. Isn't it time you had your own podcast? For more information, email us at hello at afternoonsport.com.